0: Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of the Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to The Diz Explorers podcast, where each episode... We explore the many avenues of this great Disney universe. So, finally, we're back talking about the parks. That's enough TV shows. <laughs> I feel like if we've been <laughs> feel like we've been heavy on that for the past while, but that's honestly all that's been going on. Um, you know, the parks have been the parks, and uh, what little's been going on there. And that's about it.
1: I say, are like park singular for the past year. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got some exciting news on the Disneyland front, um, you know, these past few days, I'm sure everybody's been talking about it on social media and it's been all over the place. I, uh, uh, we were chatting before we hit record and, and, you know, it's Jessica, myself and, um, and Adrian, and I don't know much about what was going on. I saw the funny picture everybody was making fun of and the blurry comments and this, that and the other thing, but I did not read too much into it just cause it's been nutty on my end. So our dear duchess will uh will uh, um peel back all the layers on it which i guess there's not really many layers but anyway so and then we're just you know we'll have some we'll have some fun with it and do the speculating game and and see what's going on so yeah have at it
2: thank you so uh i don't even know if uh, I'm trying to think of when we recorded last, but Disneyland has a reopening date now. I'm not sure if we mentioned that. Um, no, it was. I
0: think it was right after we recorded that they there was yeah, there so, was. I think the last thing we had heard was that they could open April first by right. order of the governor, but Disneyland had not put out a date yet. It might have been the week after we recorded that they announced it.
2: Okay, yeah. So after a year of nothing and the parks being closed, we got two big announcements back to back. So the first is. Uh, Disneyland will open to California residents starting uh, at the end of April. Um, But the bigger, more interesting announcement that we're going to talk about today is this thing called Disneyland Forward, which is kind of a stupid name. Yeah, it is. Yes.
0: (laughs) Hopefully it doesn't (laughs) stick like Star Wars Land did for all this time. (laughs) Yeah, and they also
2: keep spelling it as one word, which really is just pointless to me. I don't understand why that has to be one thing. Is it supposed to be a hashtag? (laughs) stupid. I don't know,
0: but... <laughs> really? It's it's um, all one word? Like Disneyland forward, one word, no space between them? That's weird.
2: Yes, they capitalized the F, but it, but it's one word.
0: Yeah, that's dopey. <laughs> <laughs>
2: ay, ay, ay. Um, Okay, but... So to start, because I saw so much crap on Twitter that's just blatantly wrong, <laughs> they didn't announce a third gate. They right. didn't. So if you keep seeing people tweeting saying Disneyland's getting a third gate... They're not. not. So just everybody calm down with that. And it it (laughs) was bothering me because that's all people were talking about, which is too bad because what they did put out there is so much more interesting than that. So, anyway, I just wanted to start by dashing everyone's dreams. So,
0: um,
2: (laughs) before I get into specifically what's on this Disneyland Forward site, there's a little bit of context that I should provide that I think helps explain why this is so vague and weird and not like a normal announcement. So um, a couple of years ago, Disneyland announced a pretty concrete plan to expand, and this was to build a fourth hotel, which meant that they were going to close a bunch of downtown Disney to build it. And then on the eastern side, which anyone that's been to Disneyland, that's like the Harbor Boulevard side where the park gates are. They were going to build this brand new transportation center called the Eastern Gateway. And it was going to have this big pedestrian walkway that went around all the non-Disney businesses on Harbor Boulevard and stuff. Um, So anyway, they announced this big plan. This was like three years ago, I think. And the city of Anaheim just said no. They shut it down. They rejected it. And the messaging at the time was very clearly like, Anaheim does not need Disney. Disney needs Anaheim. This is going to hurt local businesses. We're not interested. You can't expand.
0: <laughs> so that's the right.
2: backstory for this.
0: Yeah. And yeah. now we
2: jump to this last year. Disney, Like I said, Disneyland's been closed for over a year. And all of the public officials in Orange County did a 180. All of <laughs> a sudden it was... We really need Disneyland to reopen immediately. All the local hotels and restaurants and stores are suffering. Like Disneyland immediately got the upper hand. It was a total flip. Right. So I think that's why this announcement thing is so vague. Because what they're doing is not really announcing an expansion. They're proposing a possible one.
0: Right. Mm. Like This is all
2: hypothetical. We could do this. We could do this. And I think they're doing that. Both because the officials clearly said we need you, and if they totally hype up all the fans, they get the public on their side, and it will be a lot harder for Anaheim to say, no, you can't expand.
1: Absolutely. So if yeah, you're seeing no this doubt. and
2: wondering, like, why was this so vague, and why are—that's th- uh, why. Because they have to get approval from Anaheim before they can build anything. Right. So— um, Okay. So basically this Disney, the website's called Disneyland forward. Like we said, if you go to, it's literally DisneylandForward.com, you can see everything we're describing as we're talking. Um, and it's basically if you let us expand, here's what we could do. And they don't even say which of the things they'll do. It's not like a checklist of we're going to do all of these. It's basically like a Pinterest board of ideas. And depending on how much they're allowed to expand, they'll pick what they can fit is sort of my understanding. Uh. Um, and the idea is threefold. So, one, there's a really big parking lot down the street called um, the Toy Story parking lot. It's huge. It's being used as a COVID vaccination site because it's that big. Right. Um, And that, look from the concept art, looks like it could become sort of like a Disney Springs-esque, like another mm-hmm. shopping area. It's not going to have rides, but it'll be like another type of district like that. Hmm. Then they also proposed on the eastern side, um, basically repeating what they pitched last time of the eastern, I don't think they called it the eastern gateway, but it's the same, that's where their big transportation center would be. And they didn't get specific, obviously, but they kind of said this is where we'll put more transportation because, you know, if you've ever been to Disney World and then go to Disneyland, it's quite a stark difference of how much less transportation there is on the west coast. You basically have to walk everywhere. Um, So I think that they're proposing more accessible transportation around especially if you're going down the street i mean they have to have some sort of thing to get you there and back right um and then the third thing which is what all the memes are about and the concept art that everybody was losing their minds over is on the west side which is where the disneyland hotel is and the paradise pier hotel and what the idea is here is all of the grounds and the area around the hotels would become expansions of Disneyland and California Adventure. So rather than having it be a separate gate, if you're in California Adventure, you could walk like across a bridge to that add-on and then the same with Disneyland. And then they floated like potential lands that they could put in there and that list included Frozen, Tangled, Neverland, um, Zootopia... Toy Story Land, and they didn't say this, but if you look at the concept art, you can clearly see on in one section that there's that panther rock from Wakanda. So I would mm-hmm. think oh. it would be some sort of Marvel area or just straight up Wakanda. And, you know, when I was looking at this um, concept, one thing that I thought about is it seems like all of the new lands that Disneyland is building are all specific to like one IP Unless you count each Star Wars movie or each Marvel movie as its own IP. But generally speaking, it's like one thing. And it sort of made me wonder if Disneyland or all of the Disney parks are going to shift from really big generic lands to small specific ones. Because like if you have a fantasy land, you can have all of the princesses in there. But if you have frozen land, you can only have... The characters from Frozen. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that if you have an IP-specific land, there's more immersion, which is maybe more appealing to Disney now. But I also kind of like that when you go to, say, Tomorrowland, you can see Buzz Lightyear. You can go into the world of Tron. You know, In the Disneyland one, you can do the Finding Nemo stuff. That was pretty much it. I just kind of wanted to know what you guys think because I have sort of mixed feelings about this whole like smaller IP specific thing versus bigger because like, I think it's cool that Adventureland you can have the jungle cruise, you can have Indiana Jones, you can have pirates of the Caribbean all in one land, but then, you know, galaxy's edge proves that immersion is also really interesting mm-hmm. and exciting. And it doesn't mean that it has to be limited, you know? So I don't know. Just, just seeing that all of the suggested lands were one IP just sort of made me think like, is, is that better or, do we like the big generic ones?
1: I think it's the trend these days. Yeah. Ever since Harry Potter Land, you know, or Harry Potter opened in Universal, that that's where theme parks are going. And not even like Disney parks, but, um, you know, they did, uh, uh, what is it, like Simpsons Land or whatever, in Universal, Orlando anyway. And um, the Nintendo Super Mario Land that just opened up in Japan It's just, Mm -hmm. I think it's the current trend in theme parks, not necessarily better or worse, just where, what they're doing right now. Yeah. But I think personally, in the years to come, that's going to pigeonhole them more in that, you know, when that particular IP isn't necessarily as popular, what are they going to do? Right. Right.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's what I was going to say, and I yeah. was going to start by saying I think it's a stupid idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I don't like the eggs in one basket model. Yeah, uh, and I am by no means an engineer, an imagineer, or any sort of idea pitch person. But I, you know, I, I kind of go by the eye test. Now, as great as the the smaller, so I guess in Walt Disney World, so you have Toy Story Land, and you have this galaxy's edge which was intended Mm -hmm. to be a specific new world which i don't know how they could have thought that that was going to work out when they know everybody wants what's already in existence for the past 12 movies so and it seems like they're transitioning kind of towards that i don't think they're abandoning the whole batu thing but there are now different characters walking around other than just you know, there's the ones. There's stuff you know in there besides just what they wanted to, kind of force, not force upon. I can't think of the right word, but you know, I, I get what they were trying to do, but it just they sh- with something like that, they should just gave the people what they wanted. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. and and then with Toy Storyland, like I haven't hung around in there too much on this the trip that we'll be going on next week. Um, well, as of when recording, it'll be next week uh, when you'll be hearing this. Hopefully, it'll be before I go. Um, I, I I haven't messed around in there too too much i haven't uh ridden slinky yet i haven't you know done uh eaten anything at woody's lunchbox and i hear it's great and it's fun and everything but you know and that's i mean toy story's toy story it's the flagship of the right. pixar stuff so that's never really going to go out of style but kind of what adrian said like but I it's also,
1: you know, also not my thing like, I no, it's not my thing lands. either. Like, and, we... and,
0: and my kids are kind of aged out of that now. You know, I got two teenagers yeah. and a nine year old. And I mean, yeah, the nine year old. I think would I would have it, appreciated
1: but... it more if it had been a Pixar Land. Yes,
0: a hundred in... percent. Because it yeah. could have. To me, I'm usually a less of less is more type person with, with most everything in my life. But with something of this grand, and you're putting the money and everything else into this, and, and the and all the heads together. Why not give yourself more options? So as as to to the Disneyland thing, now I know space is tight over there and they don't have the land and everything and they got to be smart with how they lay everything out and I get all that and that's fine. I've never been to Disneyland so I can't, you know, I've never physically walked around those parks but I do know kind of what the layout is and then from, you know, doing this with Jessica for all these years now, you know, I have a much better understanding of how that place kind of flows and operates and what works and doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't make any sense to me to just, jam one IP in there for stuff like that and did we really need another I mean I guess Disneyland doesn't have anything Frozen specific I mean that's always going to be a gold mine I think at this point you know I know the ride that they you know put in Walt in Epcot is is popular and it's the the meet and greet has always got a line so that's that's never going to go away I mean you can't go wrong with princesses but I mean maybe like a a Neverland would probably be fun just because there's a lot you could kind of do with it but I don't know, just a and little. And that bit. feels
1: classic, right? Like, and I, I think th- that's my other issue is that they're talking about oh God I feel like a fuddy-duddy, but like the n- new Disney, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I don't right. know, it just it feels strange to me. And I almost feel like like you were saying if the if the land is limited, and I'm looking at the map while we're talking, it feels like like why would you not try to fit as much IP into a specific land as possible right. almost so that you will attract more visitors instead of somebody going, oh, well, I don't like Zootopia. I'm not even going to go in there.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah and I every mean, time
2: right. a new generation comes, you have to completely demolish all those lands and build yes, something and new versus something like, right. you know, with in Disneyland's Fantasyland, for example, they just redo a ride
1: instead of like yes. the whole right. land.
0: I was going to use know? that. Oh, and I, I guess
1: think that's my question is Disneyland like we in, in Florida got new fantasy land when they expanded is mm-hmm. Disneyland's fantasy land still fairly classic or have they expanded it at all? Cause almost that seems like a more natural progression of the park is to create a new fantasy land for all of those newer, for IPs. The newer. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean the problem so. they have, there's nowhere to expand to yeah. because yeah. Yeah. where new fantasy land is in the magic kingdom is where our toontown is. Gotcha. So there's really nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, but they're not going to get. That
2: being said, there's like no princess presence in California Adventure. So they could right. have maybe done something like that. I don't oh, know. Sure. But when I think about like my favorite three rides, they're Pirates, Space Mountain, and Haunted Mansion. Yes, Pirates has an IP now, but it came after the ride. Right. Like right. those three rides are not based on an IP. And I realize this is probably already a thing without IP specific lands, but it makes me sad to think there's not going to be new rides that are just a new. Story and a new thing Tracking. that's not just a retelling of a movie I've already seen. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: That's not the model anymore. I had read something and I don't remember where recently about that. And how same thing? How I think it's with with the. It might have been pertaining to the new stuff at Epcot because most of the demolition is done there now for the the old. Uh, Communicore interventions—they're—they're they're all pretty much gutted, and they're one of them. The, the merchandise and shop area, and where the Starbucks is going to end back up, is—is is getting rebuilt because that's the first thing they want to get online again. Obviously, is your merchandise location in a fast and a <laughs> uh, quick service, because you need—I fo- mean, you need food. But um, right. so, and, and uh, for some reason, whatever conversation I was reading, or uh, it was a group I was—I don't remember what it was—but it—it—it um, it spun into because the, the Moana thing that's supposed to be coming and, you know, why did the Living Seas have to become Nemo? You know, questions that have been going, mm-hmm. that have been asked, you know, millions of times over the past, however, 15 years. I don't remember even when Nemo came in to the Seas Pavilion. Um, and, you know, for people like me who, for Epcot, you know, who remember the end, I've said it on here a million times, like, It's. I guess this. This just not how people want. um, Like, I think Disney in general just doesn't think in that way anymore. Um, Oh, that's what it was. I was listening to an older podcast, um, about Horizons and why that and rides like that, Horizons, World of Motion, and the original Journey into Imagination. Why those don't work now. Besides the fact that the length that they were and why, but why in today's uh, society and the way people want entertainment and especially with theme parks in general, why those wouldn't work. And it was basically because there's nothing in there that anybody knows. It's an original Mm -hmm. idea. It's original concept. You don't know what it is until you write it. And, you know, and so it's just it's just not the way people what people want to see in in a theme park and like Adrian said whether it's universal or Six Flags or whatever it is you know and I I haven't been universal in over 20 years so i would never seen The Simpsons land I've never watched one Harry Potter movie not that I wouldn't go and experience (laughs) the land there just to to be I would have no idea what anything is Um, but I hear good things about it from anybody I know that has gone there so to me it seems like it's fun The Simpsons I never watched either but you know if it's you know, I I wouldn't say I wouldn't check it out. But those would probably be one and done's for me. Like, I don't know. So I, I don't know. I think I kinda of talked around in a circle, but
2: No, I mean well, I get what you're saying about it the takes difference. away the, Yeah, Go it's ahead. like the the timelessness of it is gone, mm-hmm. right? Because if you think about the the core lands, I guess for lack of a better word, like Tomorrowland, Adventureland, Frontierland, the concept stays the same and the rides change. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about uh A good example, I think, is with Disneyland's Frontierland specifically because that originally basically had wagon rides and mule rides, and that was it. And obviously, by the time roller coasters became a big thing, that didn't work anymore, but they didn't have to destroy the land. They just took out the mule rides and put in Thunder Mountain. So if you have a timeless land concept, you can keep the attractions current and keep IP current without taking away that idea of like disneyland is forever disneyland is timeless or magic kingdom whatever it's the same idea right right you can appreciate the park like your parents did and your grandparents did but if they keep demolishing every land and building up something new that doesn't really
1: exist anymore
0: right and I, i
1: think it depends on how they do the immersion land so like contrasting say for example pandora versus toy story land you really have to be a fan of Pixar and Toy Story to get the maximum amount out of that particular land. Yes. But the immersion in Pandora is if you don't have to have experienced that movie, I've never watch, watched that movie
2: Me
0: neither. to
1: enjoy being in there, eating the food, wanting the merchandise, experiencing the attractions, it's it's a separate experience outside of the IP. Yes. And yeah. that I feel like is, you know, Joe Roddy Yes. That is the lost art of
0: imaginary. Oh, 100%. Because I've never seen that movie either. And uh, I, I may <laughs> sit down and watch it one day. I don't know. Um, but that land, seeing the pictures and the concept art and everything else, was I was excited to see it because mm-hmm. beyond the fact it just was ridiculous what they were trying to do and the fact that they, for the, in my eyes, pulled it off it just for the right. pure look. I'm not talking about the the rides and the experiences. like don't, the, Yeah, those... I still haven't done the Navi journey, which I know people say is not a big deal, but I still want to do it. Um, the other ride is ridiculous. I mean, that's, i mean, right. it's ridiculous. But beyond that, just being in the land, especially at night, mm-hmm. is freaking phenomenal. Like, I don't need to know anything about the movie to just be there and be like, "Holy crap, this is cool!" Like, this right. is yeah. ridiculous. Like I'm sitting here and this is glowing, that's glowing, you can hear all the sounds, the noises, there's stuff going on. It's not a huge land footprint-wise, but there's just so much to look at. The detail mm-hmm. is in, is is bonkers. And Toy Story Land, for me on the other side, because I walked through it when we left, uh, you know, each time when we would come out of uh, Galaxy's Edge when I was there last year, we would walk out through the... Toy Story through the Toy Story Land area and I was like oh this is cool but it's like a giant uh, a giant like church carnival for, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like like a state fair you know what I mean like I, and like I didn't ride the roller coaster I know it seems great but it's just when I was there without my kids like I had no general interest of doing anything in there at all yeah just yeah. none like I well, just that's... walked through it and that was it and I love Buzz Lightyear; he's one of my favorite characters. I got him tattooed on my leg, but you know, it's just <laughs> I, I don't. It's just you know, and I
1: think that's what we're talking about with this Disneyland expansion and the possibilities is that you have to, you have to be able to connect to the experience of being in the land more so than you have to be able to connect to the IP because otherwise, like Absolutely. we're saying, once the IP isn't popular or trendy or relevant anymore, then you're going to, like we said, you're just going to demolish it and be done. Like, I mean, yeah. for sad Mr. Toad's wild ride, right? Like that wasn't well, a popular IP anymore. if <laughs> they had a whole land dedicated to it.
0: I think I was originally trying to get to that when I first started <laughs> 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Not Mr. Toad specifically, but we were talking about the new fantasy land and, and how they did it in, in the Magic Kingdom in Florida. See, now I... I think they did a good job with, with adding it on. I agree. I was absolutely – was I absolutely sad that Mr. Toad went? Yes. Do I understand it? I do, but I, it doesn't mean I still like it. I ne- was never a fan of Winnie the Pooh, neither were any of my kids. So it was the fact that that's what went in, but that's what was popular at the time. Nobody cared about Mr. Toad and and cardboard 2D classic dark ride Disney stuff. That's why ultimately uh, you know, that's that was the end for Snow White too. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Peter Pan goes a little bit beyond all of that because of how the ride is – the attraction is set up and you're above it right. and there's 3D models and everything else. But, Adrian, kind of to your point, what you were saying, asking Jessica about the classicness of the Disneyland one, I think there really would be full-on pitchfork and torch riots if they if they messed with anything the Fantasyland land in disney world cuz i haven't ridden yeah. any of those rides. I've seen videos of some of them and i know they've they've given them a lot of love over the past couple of years especially for the anniversary. And we've talked about it on here too in past episodes. I I I can't imagine them touching any of those, which is a hard point for them. You know, but back to Florida. Okay, so they they blew out everything back. They got rid of the the 20,000 leagues, which I thought was a great attraction. I loved it. You know, it was it was it was simple, it was the same thing. It was there was nothing fancy. There wasn't crazy animatronics under the water. It was simple things that worked. It had a great little story, and you went under, pretended you go went underwater in a little submarine. And you went around, and it was great. I get it doesn't appeal to people because there's no pizzazz and no flair. Um, and I was happy with, and it got pooed, you know, it got crapped on too, the uh, Ariel's Ride, whatever the official name, Journey of the Little Mermaid or whatever it's called. I think they did a great job. I, I really don't mm-hmm. understand what people don't like about it. I get tired of hearing that it's too short. Those rides aren't meant to be 15 minutes long. It's an Omnimover. It's going to keep, I mean, uh, you know, I I think about like the, um, think about the Haunted Haunted Mansion. So that's, you know, classic Omnimover ride. So I'm going to, at 45 years old, when I go on that thing now, I feel like the thing's over in three minutes. When I was a kid, that thing, I felt like I was in there for 20 minutes. Right. So I'm sure they've yeah. turned the speed up and on a little bit as people have more people have there's just more people there, so they want to move more people. So I'm sure it is it does physically go a little quicker than it did twenty years ago. I could be wrong, but that's you know, I'm just trying to logically think of it. Think of that. Even pirates too. Pirates doesn't seem to take it just seems that you're not on there as long as what what you were when you were younger. And I just and I try to you know and it's it's and pirates always bothered me when they did the redo and, and they put Jack Sparrow into it because um and I love those movies we all know that um mm-hmm. but uh, you know it wouldn't matter to me if he wasn't in there or Barbosa wasn't in there because I think what they did was they they put him in there, and that's great, but it 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 took away from the attraction because to me it's it's very quiet in there now. And I know I've said this on here before, and we've talked about it it's just it's very, i don't know about Disneyland, but the walt disney one it's it's very it's not as ruckus you don't hear the 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 uh yo ho yo ho that much until you get towards the end after the uh um after the scene that got changed, you know then it starts playing, but before that that was that song was playing the whole ride there was hootin' and holler and it was loud now it's just like it's just very quiet so you get towards that that end where they were, they're chasing each other around and and everything else yeah. so it's just it's odd to me that was the first thing i remember when i went on it when jack when they put him in it and they redid it i was like why is it so quiet in here and it's just it's they just i don't know why i mean you could always hear the dialogue so whatever the reasons were it is i don't know but you know that always bugged me about it so
2: well, you have to come west because the Disneyland one starts with two drops in the dark, so it starts with screaming. <laughs>
0: I know, it's great. I know. <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know, I and the new Fantasyland. And I think that back to that, my original point that I keep getting away from that, the new Fantasyland expansion in <laughs> the Magic Kingdom. I think is really good. Besides the yeah. besides the the Ariel ride, the little thing with the 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 uh, the little thing with with Belle and tells it's cute. I've gone yeah. in there. We've gone with the kids. My wife and I have gone without the kids. It's cute to watch. I think it's great. You, you get you laugh. You see kids and adults get to get to be part of a show. When you can't really go wrong with that at all, um, right. you know. So that that's good and that's ever changing because there's different bells. There's different. You have different personalities every show. So that's always going to be different and that's great. Nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, the restaurant was disappointing to me, but it is what it is. That's not a big deal. Um, but the land itself is great. You know, they got the. The mine train's in the middle. I know everybody mm-hmm. complains about how long and short that is. I'm talking about you, Melanie, because you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't yell at me because you're not here. Um, and yeah, I get it. Yes, it is short for the amount of time it took to build that thing and how massive it is. It's it is, but there's a lot of cool stuff on it, and there's a lot of there is. You know, the animatronics it's are great. Well, themed and well done, a hundred percent. Well, so in- take take the length away. It's not like yeah. it's just a. a a crappy uh, wild mouse ride. You know what I mean?
2: (laughs) New Fantasyland 2 sort of makes me think that's a way to do IP areas without having to have it be its own land, right? There's like a Little Mermaid area. There's the Beauty and the Beast area. (laughs) That's what they could do instead of saying like, okay, this is Zootopia. They could have that be like a piece of something bigger Mm -hmm. because then you can change out little sections and you can still have a broader theme and i don't have a pandora that i've been to to compare but like with galaxy's edge i just think it's kind of cool how like when you go from the critter countryside in it's just all this mysterious weird like swamp land where it's almost like not a land and you don't know what it is and you can't have all these weird vague transitions like that if you were going from that to like here's the weird toy story mm-hmm. fairgrounds you know what i mean like it's easier to transition if you have almost like subsections.
0: Yes. See, that was. Thank you. That's ultimately what I was trying to get to was the oh, fact I'm that. No, 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 no. You didn't cut me off. You you stopped me from rambling on about in seventeen <laughs> other tangents because I can't stay on topic. Um, that's what I was getting to. Was that even though they did that whole expansion in Fantasyland and they and they got rid of Mr. Toad and they put a, a, a whole new IP in that uh, building and they got rid of. Snow White, but they put a different Snow White thing in there. So like that Little Mermaid ride, not that they would ever get rid of it probably because Little Mermaid is, you know, kind of, it's one of those ones that started up the animation again, you know, at the end of the 80s with the popularity. If they wanted to, if another IP came along, something else that came along the line of the Frozen Phenomenon but not Mm -hmm. not frozen if something came in another 10 years that was like just went bonkers and just was everybody was going crazy over it that would be an attraction because of the way that tracks laid out and how huge those rooms are with those show scenes that could be easily swapped out for something else and I think that's like you were saying Jessica that's a better model to me for for a new land. Where you can have mm-hmm. like I, I don't know I don't think the all immersive thing like I I don't know what would you do with a whole Zootopia land like that movie was great and it was fun and Zootopia like the city area that sounds phenomenal and great but
2: isn't there one in Shanghai or
1: Tokyo or one of those parks
0: I don't know that's honestly. what Disneyland
1: Forward says. It does. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, so I I just don't know what I, you do with a whole la- like it works with Star Wars because you have so much to work on. You got twelve movies and offshoots and this and that. If they wanted to pull for a little bit from everything, I mean, they could have had. Obviously, yes, they could have had a whole freaking park that was that would have been that could have been Star right. Wars. But for what they got, you know, I, I I think that one works because it doesn't have to be fully. I'm speaking about Galaxy's Edge. It doesn't have to be f- a full replica of any existing uh, place planet. in any yeah. or planet in any of the movies. They can insert anything they want into there and really make it. You know, if, For, if they wanted yeah. to and make it work. You know, you have those two blockbuster attractions in there now, and 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 the little other supporting things that are here and there at a the marketplace. You walk through the black spot. I mean, that stuff's great. I mean, it's. it's I, I don't. I mean. You don't even, you don't, yeah. even, you know, I, I don't know. I
1: think my big issue too is that, and this may be kind of spiraling off your point, but Star Wars is classic. It's proven itself to stand the test of time.
0: Yes. And
1: mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of these others are good movies, right? Like Tangled is a fantastic movie. Yes. Don't get me wrong.
0: Absolutely. Frozen,
1: very good movie. But do we know that 50 years from now, kids are going to look at those the same way that we look at Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty. Right. And to devote yeah. entire lands to them.
0: I don't know. Maybe. Seems
1: a little like.
0: Right. Sumptuous.
1: Like they're trying to force movies to yes. be classic rather than oh, allowing absolutely. them to be classic.
0: I agree. Frozen may be the only one I think that may stand that test through, through all those years. That, that one, that one may, you know, get to Cinderella snow white status, you know, yeah. and, and honestly,
1: for but Zootopia, like
0: no, I don't think so. I mean, I, a cute I, I, movie,
1: yes. It's a cute a movie. Classic? It's good. It's, it's
0: it's got a good point, but I no, I I don't consider that a classic. There's there's not many of the any of the newer ones, and I don't know what do we consider the newer ones from two thousand up. I don't know what, what's the generation. What's the yeah. uh, timeline here?
1: Like anything. Post Lion King. I'm like, really?
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know. I know. It's, yeah, well, it's hard to compete with so those. But well, but and there are know.
2: movies that have been proven classics that aren't anywhere in the parks, right? Like Hercules and Mulan. Right. I feel right. like if they're if yes. they just did a live action for Mulan, clearly there's still a market for it, and that's nowhere in any park.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, not even in its its uh
1: land in its, in its, in its, in it's pavilion, its pavilion in or
0: or in its culture <laughs> in uh yeah. In China, so it's yeah. so that's strange to me. But um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I, and it's funny because now that you think about it, I'm thinking I'm like you know what? So so those classic early Disney, you know, Snow White, Cinderella, those those stuff like that. So those are classic movies because of they were groundbreaking at the time for the animation and how the things were done and everything right. else. But when you watch them compared to, yeah. and you don't even have to go as far as like just. Take like for Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Lion King, those those three, Beauty and the Beast, those four from the uh, early '90s, those that that you know put it put Disney that back on the map, that yeah. reemergence. You can't compare those to the other ones. Now, I don't know if ones are better. They are. I mean, so out of those four, Mermaid, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, and uh, Lion King. I, I I can't. Uh, I, Aladdin is probably my favorite out of those, and then Lion King, Little Mermaid, and Beauty and the Beast. I ha, I can rewatch any of those at any time, and and none mm-hmm. of them were huge favorites with my kids because when they were born in the mid two thousands, it was Cars and and well, and Toy Story had already been out, but the uh, Toy Story was Toy Story. They, everybody loved that, but uh, right. my point is like I can't. I don't. I don't ever want to just sit down and watch Cinderella or Snow White. Are they good movies if they're on I they watch them? Yes. But to me, because of, I guess, because of how old I am, my generation, that's not a movie I'm going to go to to, to want to watch for entertainment. I'm going to pick one right. of those other ones. Or I, I would rather watch Sword in the Stone or Robin Hood, uh, you know, Aristocats, Jungle Book, those have a little more going on right. for me personally. Now, everybody thinks something different. Now, I appreciate what all the, what those older movies did, but it's just they're and I
1: guess that's they're that's a good point, they're, right? Like they're classics, yes, because of what they started, not necessarily based on their own merit, correct? But I oh, think what I think... if we were having this conversation like 30 years ago and Brother Bear had just come out or something, right? And yeah. they're like, We're gonna shove that into Frontierland or we're gonna create, right? a brother bear land. Like it's it, how outdated that would seem now. Oh
0: yeah. Or Atlantis yeah, just cause in some a classic.
2: Yeah. Just cause something's a classic also doesn't mean that the land concept necessarily works. Cause works. I, I would argue that Toy Story has both stood the test of time and was pretty groundbreaking for mm-hmm. Pixar. Like, yes, I think that's a perfect comparison and that I don't think it's because the IP is not strong enough. I think it was it's kind of like lazy compared to the amount of detail they put in a Galaxy's Edge. You know what I mean? Where
1: it's it's not the same thing. Yeah, yeah, that's like a they very were, good point. Relying on the strength of the IP to draw people in. Right. Right. As and not off the strength of the Imagineering.
0: Right. Cause, yeah, because cause, when you
2: go into Galaxy's Edge, you're not watching a Star Wars movie. You're having a
1: totally new experience, which is why it works. Yes. Right. I think.
0: That's why I love it because it's.
1: Also, and you can compare that to Pandora. It also works if you're not a Star Wars fan.
0: Correct. Yes. Because yes. you can at least 100%. appreciate the land. 100%. So, yeah, so that goes back to what I was rambling on about, about the uh, the Epcot stuff and to the Horizons in the, in the original things, I think, I forgot where I was going with it, but um, <laughs> as fast as it came to me, it left already. <laughs> uh, I prefer the original ideas because I think they just, I think they're just better. I don't know. It's just, and I get that's hard. You can't have, I mean, that's why Epcot, nobody got it when it first opened. And I hate to always keep going back to that, but it's just such a, it was so, um, it had such a lasting impression, I guess, on me. And I know Melanie has said the same thing because we were, were close enough in age and visited close, when it was, you know, new enough that we got to, you know, experience all, and many other people too. But, um, it's just I, I can't even explain it sometimes about it. And it's not that I don't like anything that's that's becoming that's new and this, that, and the other thing. That, I mean, I'm it's I'm not, you know, uh trying to be that guy, but it's just it's weird to me that they don't rely on the strengths that got them where they are. Mm-hmm. And I, and I don't know if that's even I don't even know if that's fair to say either because the IPs and the movies have obviously catapulted because all the money goes into the same pool I would imagine right. I don't know how the business model works but you know when Toy Story making whatever it made in the movie theater it it, it ultimately helps and funds stuff to do in the parks and this that and the other thing and now back to your lady's point about the um, the land itself and what it is. If you think about you, – you made me think of something when you were saying like versus Pandora or Galaxy's Edge. If you think about Toy Story, the franchise, the movies, what real locations are there that they could recreate? Andy's bedroom? Right. The Pizza Planet arcade? I mean other than that, I mean and those – like Jessica said, not everything because it's classic can be turned into a full Mind. explorable world. mm mm-hmm. Like, look, uh, I'll give it. Because it
2: takes place in the regular world, right? They're toys. Pretty it's much. It's not like in some mysterious, yeah. it's kingdom. not some new yeah. thing.
0: Right. So I'll give another example of, like, Adrian was saying before, too, with with mini, or maybe it was Jessica, like mini lands within a mainland. So in the old MGM studios, you had that Honey, I Shrunk the Audience play set. It was really kind of out of place because it, in that back lot area, there was a bunch of other stuff going on. But that thing was great back there. Mm-hmm. It was a small area within a bigger section of the park which was called the back lot <laughs> original yeah. <laughs> um yeah but it worked it just it worked it fit the. Th- it was themed to the hills it was literally like you were you know it had the giant blades of grass and the huge flowers and the big mushrooms and everything else and it was freaking cool to go crawl around in and but it was just a small niche in in a bigger part of the park so yes. i don't know yes
1: which i think is why that worked
0: yeah. Well, I think that's why that whole park worked cuz that's kind of how that yeah. whole park was originally. It kind of is now. Yes. It's it's a mishmash of a lot of different things now cuz I don't I still don't think that park has it's, has an identity. I mean, now it's just be, it's, it's I think Star Wars just people go there because of Star Wars. You know, they've made the tower the uh the official icon the of icon. the park, which is fine. They they can do that. That is that, you know, was the they're not going to change it to uh I mean, the rise of the resistance doesn't have like a uh,
1: Like an iconic, like an iconic thing. Like, what they?
0: They're not going to change the the thing of the park to the Millennium Falcon, but right. I mean, they might as well because that's what's that's what's bringing people through the gate. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 a weird thing, you know. So so with the Disneyland thing, I think, you know, Jessica, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think people hold. I feel like the same people that hold. Disneyland as this sacred place that should never be untouched are the same people that people like me (laughs) who never wanted Epcot to be changed it's like sacred and holy ground this is how it was this is when it was perfect and awesome when everything was working great and everything was that and it wasn't a you know yeah you had characters walking around but none of the attractions had IPs tied to them and it was phenomenal. You know, and then yeah, you, I you, mean, you have Disneyland and certain parts of Disneyland, like especially like the classic, all those dark rides in, in Fantasyland. Yeah, I just feel like that stuff that should, shouldn't be touched.
2: Yeah, you know? I think most people feel, which I, I'm, i if anyone takes Mr. Toad, they are going to have to answer <laughs> to me. I'm just going to say that. No, nah, I mean... I think-
0: People are not
2: scared of <laughs> Disneyland expanding. I think most people are in the camp of do not take anything out that I like to put something right. new in. Right. Well, that's
0: that's what I mean. Yeah, expansion is yeah, fine, yeah. but don't replace.
2: And there were a lot of people, too, that were upset because Galaxy's Edge has Oga's Cantina. So now there's one place in the park that serves booze in Disneyland. And I'm just like, come on. California Adventure it. is 15 steps away For and Downtown real? Disney is 20 steps away. And they're half bars. Exactly. Like, do you really think everybody in Disneyland is stone sober? Like, let's yeah. get a grip. That's I know. that's
0: I know. Th- those are the people that <laughs> are,
2: are big on, like, keeping things the way they were that annoy me. That's, like, yeah. the only thing I think is stupid. But I'm on the team of don't take anything out that I like. <laughs>
0: right. Those are those are also the uh, you know Walt wouldn't like this and Walt's rolling in his grave people. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. those yeah, that that's that same mindset. Yes, because everybody knows exactly what he was going to be thinking and what, right. and what was going to happen. The dude as he died progressed.
2: in the 60s. He For has real. no concept of what technol the, the technology no. they're putting in the parks that everyone's against. No. He couldn't have dreamed of existing. Right. And like, you, you can't, and you can't no dictate one... it based on that. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and no one could ever predict what he could have. Ever thought or done with any of it? So right. you know, it just it makes me laugh, makes though really? it makes me laugh.
2: I know. <laughs> but,
0: um, yeah, so you know, I don't know. As anything else, we can just, just speculate to the hills, and and we can say what we want and what we what would be nice there, and what we think would work, and you know, I I don't know.
2: I'd be curious to see with this whole Disneyland Ford plan if it actually is in the areas they designated how popular that Disney Springs area would be because it would be the only place that's not in that immediate plaza. You'd have to go a couple of blocks down the street. So I'd just be, because, you know, in Florida, you have to travel to get to any other park, but in Disneyland, it's all hop here, hop here, like really fast. So I'd be curious if that would catch on because down the street there was, it was not a Disney property, but there's a, a shopping area sort of like that called the Anaheim Garden Walk. And it really kind of bombed with every iteration. Like, nobody cared about it. But maybe that's just because it wasn't Disney. I don't know. But I'd yeah. be curious to see if, like, a separate offshoot would work. Because if it does work, then maybe they could eventually build a third gate somewhere else in Anaheim that's not, like, smacked up against it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, see, Disney Springs is weird because it's not, other than some of the shops, it's the, uh, the, I don't even know the the names of the right areas now. So I guess, like, the landing and the town center areas... <laughs> They're not screaming with Disney. I mean, one of them is basically the the shopping area that's not the original thing where, like, the Lego store is in the world of Disney. That whole other new – with all the newer stores and the name brand stuff, that's a friggin' outdoor shopping mall. There's no other way to – put. that's an outdoor shopping mall with name brand stuff that – depending on how where you live in this country, I can get all that stuff within anywhere within a 30-mile radius of where I live. It has all those stores. So that it has mm-hmm. zero appeal to me to go there at all, at all. Now the 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 restaurant and bar area, you can leave me there for a week and I would be happy. <laughs> because there's just so much to eat and try and this and that's more my wheelhouse with something like that. Um, so now, Jessica, to say, I've this since I've never been to Disneyland. Isn't the isn't the downtown Disney area they have similar to Disney Springs? I know it's not as big, but isn't it the same concept? Or is it not as many? Yeah. Or is it more shops and not as much eatery?
2: I would say from the pictures that I've seen because when I went to Disney Springs, it was under construction, becoming Disney Springs. So I don't. I just have a couple pictures of the final product, but downtown Disney has a lot fewer um like generic stores because it has fewer stores in general right like world of disney is a third of it by itself yeah, so it's yeah. more it obviously there are some places like there's a sprinkles cupcakes and there's a, yeah. a not a like a sandal packs on or whatever the hell like there there are yeah. those things you can go to other places but it is still more of a disney shopping experience so uh it's hard to say that, oh, I could go to the mall and go to those places because it's not necessarily the case.
0: Right, right. Um, but
2: but maybe if they, if they did the Disney Springs-esque area, I'm wondering if they would expand it to be more bars and restaurants and stuff because obviously there are a few in downtown Disney, but we don't have that cool like hangar bar or any of those restaurants that are all over Instagram all the time from Disney Springs. So maybe they're trying to just capitalize on that stuff.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, I.
1: And I did see concept art for Hangar Bar,
2: right? Yeah. That's why I I'm wondering that. if they'll take like all the popular stuff from Disney Springs and just move it over there.
0: I mean, the Hangar Bar is pretty awesome. The Bar is pretty cool. It looks pretty
2: cool. And I think yeah. that Society of uh, Adventures and Explorers stuff is so cool. So. Yeah. yeah
0: 100%. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely restaurants that they could probably uh, just um, cookie cutter or in California with the quiz. I mean, California has its own um, unique cuisine. Anyway, so, I mean, they wouldn't really have to implant stuff that's popular in the southeast over to the to the west, but I guess they could do, you know what I mean? People eat from different areas of the country or, like, different styles no matter where you go, so I think it would work. But... Well, it's
2: got to be something because I'll tell you— ya... Disneyland's food is dramatically worse than Disney World. <laughs> is it really? Like, it's, just, it's just not good. There's maybe like three or four restaurants where I go, wow, that's a, a genuinely good meal. Because there's good for like Disney. And yeah, then there's yeah, good, right. You know? Oh, yes, yes. But the food there is just not good. So they need. If this place is nothing but restaurants, I'd be happy because they need some help. Like
0: oh. we got to get it together. Yeah, that, I think that's what I was. Try, I think that's what I was trying to ask you before. I just didn't ask it correctly. So, the, so yeah. if if they did something the same model, maybe with not the exact same restaurants, some as the Disney as Disney Springs, with 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 say a large portion of it being restaurants, bars, eateries, entertainment places, so that would work. Like people would like that in that. It really connected to Disney, not just its own thing, like you said, like that other place was. So if it was like somewhat Disney themed and had connections to Disney, like you, you had to come here to go there. And obviously, locals can go to it because they do in Orlando too, because you can park yeah. in it. Park. You don't even have to go onto property to go onto into Disney Springs because it has its own parking. I garages. mean, I
2: would think so. If there was a really good restaurant, I'd even walk the couple blocks if I had to to go. I don't. I. If I think about it, I think it makes sense and it would be a good spot too if, if the parks are a zoo but you still want to hang out and
0: oh, absolutely. Just go down
2: there and Oh sure. I, I can see the appeal of it. So Oh me too. Speaking as a Disneyland visitor myself, I would go.
0: Yeah. No, I, I think yeah. it's good for, you know, like I said, you know, when I was there with, with, with my buddy without in mean, family, we spent, you know, we had a great time going over there a couple of times and just Yeah. Appetizing and, you know, appetizers and and cocktails here and there and everywhere and just, uh, you know, so, all right. So, yeah.
2: So can't I can't wait I to guess, see how it all shakes out. I guess we'll, yeah, I guess I we'll wait and see. So, all of this gets scrapped and this was just up and up and <laughs> well, hey, made, for, made
0: for a good conversation, right? Um, yeah. So I, you know, like anything else at Disney does, we'll have to, we'll keep an eye on it. You know, Jessica will, will, uh, Keep her nose to the ground, and who knows? It could be six months before anything else comes out about this. I think they'd like to throw this thing out, these things out there to uh, to the wolves. To it's like throwing spaghetti at a wall. Let's see what everybody complains about, what they say, and what they like, and and uh, you know, and then we'll we'll revisit it in a year. Oh, more <laughs> you know than that. I mean? I'm pretty
2: sure it said somewhere that they hoped to start cons- get approval or something in like 2025. Oh, jeez, so this is gonna take forever. Uh, so, we're, so
0: we're on a 10 year plan now. We're on a seventy-year plan. Seventy. Probably. <laughs> In time
2: for Disneyland's one hundredth. Uh, for the hundredth, I was just going to say the yeah. same thing. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I mean, they they got all the work. They're, they're probably waiting to finish Florida first. Well, not fin. You know, finish this ne- this phase of it before they do something out west. Oh boy, fun, funny stuff. So yeah, so you know, we'll 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 see what happens, I guess. And I uh, hope everybody's watching the. Uh, winter soldier captain falcon I, I can't think of the name it's getting late <laughs> who's hope everybody's watching the bucky and sam show um i've i have only watched the first episode and i liked it i have to watch the second and catch up and everything else so you know by the time everybody's hearing this and we record again it'll probably be you know multiple episodes in so uh you know since this is a short-lived series we'll we'll you know, I'm sure we will discuss it as a as a group. And uh, but I would like to think we'll probably just wait until the whole thing is done. If it's only six episodes, then just do one one big episode about it. Yeah. I don't think we need to do a week to week thing or every other week or something like that. But um. Anyway, so um. That's, so that's going to wrap it up for this one. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And oh, one thing before I go because I forgot to do it, and um, I have a terrible memory. So there's um, I'm going to plug my cousin's podcast who's out there. My cousin and and three of his friends are have a Star Wars podcast. It's called The Warts and All Podcast. W O R R T S and All Podcast. It's on all every platform you can uh imagine. You know, they have in, and there's an Instagram, Twitter and I believe they have a Facebook page as well. Great show. Uh short show you know, 30 minutes to 35 minutes. Very very detailed. Uh these guys are you know as we are disney geeks and disney nerds and um you know I I've been to disney world with my cousin many a times we always travel together this is my uh my father's brother's kids so you know we always travel together when we went down so uh it's cool to see him doing it uh they do a really really great job they've they've covered a bunch of different topics over that I think there are 10 episodes in now uh so go subscribe and check it out they they do a really really good job you're going to learn some stuff it's a fun show though it's not just like fact facts facts they're you can hear their passion kind of like when we talk about stuff and we get into it and we're not really like uh you know just kind of speaking our minds without having uh you know ideas laid before us which to me is how all great conversations kind of go when you're just like going from your gut so uh I feel like that's that's what these guys are doing every week, and uh, so it's a good show so if you're a star wars geek and and they've covered everything so far in ten episodes they've covered toys board games video games prequel movies uh they've dived into small parts of the uh animated series um creatures in in various movies so they're they're all over the place, and I believe they plan on covering any and all facets of the show and uh you know they, they do look for suggestions they do ask at the end of every episode if you have a uh, an idea or something you want them to talk about to email them and let them know so you know we all know how huge the star wars universe is especially now so uh so give them, check them out and uh hopefully you enjoy them too and that's going to do it for us thank you and we'll talk to y'all next time Follow our troop at www.disexplorers.com where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube.